Good evening, good night, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Um, we are back again for another amazing show. Um, hey, booze. Hey, all. This is Miss Lala. This is Two Girls on the Mic. My co-host is here. Hey, girls. Hey, boys. <laughs> and we are ready to talk about some things today. I've got some things on my spirit that I need to address, and I don't care who disagrees with me, but let me tell you again, I said it last week, if I step <laughs> up for any TV show at <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, you better satisfy all of my needs. Game of Thrones, what in the hell? What <laughs> the hell? What the hell? Let me just be the voice of reason here. Blood and fire, that is what I was promised, and I didn't get it. I liked that episode. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, you set out what you didn't like about the episode. Like, everyone's probably thinking, oh, no, but we knew that all the people in um, the Red Keep were going to die and blah. I'm not really concerned about that. I knew that from the the minute, is it Melisandre? No. Melisandre. Melisandre, that's it. Melisandre is the witch, isn't she? Mm. Um, When she said Dracarys, I knew all them people were dead. I knew it, and it was Mm. fine. I was like, okay, cool. I don't care about that. I don't know. Daenerys is going mad, so I knew that they were all finished. Mm. However, we need to talk about Jaime Lannister and Cersei's ending. This was so pants i couldn't believe what my my eyes were seeing what my eyes my eyes that were bleeding with tears because i was so tired but i was determined to sit up and stay up like i did for episode three scared out of my wits end because the night kings and zombies were coming out everywhere i was prepared to do that for game of thrones but you lot disappointed me because all of a sudden cersei she has feelings now and she's crying and the world is tumbling down her ears no i wanted the same death that you gave to To ramsey bolton to joffrey to everybody when i like slice the throat i need blood i need i need i needed to see something why this one time you decide, oh, let's just have a pile of rocks falling down? As far as I'm concerned, they're still alive. Do you know the thing is? No, I think they're dead. I they are still, think until I see a body, they're still alive. Nah, that rubble, that's, like the whole place has fallen. I feel like that rubble, they're definitely oh, going to die in I that. think, And I think there was a certain poignancy to the way that they died. Going all the way back, <laughs> if you realise, like the story really... Um, it kind of took us back somewhere mm. with the um, with the Lannister with, with the yeah with Twincess, <laughs> but with all of the Lannister siblings, because for Tyrion, you know Tyrion and and Jaime's scene, yeah, when Tyrion frees him, um, I thought that was a mad touching scene. Right, that was yeah that I liked that scene. That was that was um, right. That was to be. I expected that, but I liked the way that they kind of played that out. That yes. was nice. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really, really. Um, so that was a point, and it, it made sure it harked back to their childhood when he mm. was saying, you know, you were the one that got me through my childhood, and you saw genuine love, and you saw you saw genuine tenderness between the both of them. Do you know what I mean? When they hugged, I was just like, I ain't crying, you crying. Mm. <laughs> so then, when Jamie. So he has that moment with his brother and then he effectively sees what's happening. He's locked out of the, um, what did you call it? The Red, Red Keep. Keep, yeah. He's locked out of there and then he makes his way um, back because I think, is he trying to ring the bell? Yes. He's trying to so ring the bell. So that's why Joffrey basically asks, 
him to do like he was releasing him to make sure yeah. that Jamie gets into the kingdom so he can ring the bell ring the bell to, to <laughs> and to, to say that they've they yeah. kind of like stand down basically um but anyway his mission then becomes like when it, when all the madness starts happening and we won't give the whole thing away but when he's then goes to um when when everything starts happening his mission then becomes to find Cersei and as we'd seen in um a past episode i can't remember if it was this season or before because i actually saw this as a clip mm. when they was when somebody asked him i think it was bran that asked him or bron that asked him how would you like to die yeah and he said you know in the arms of the woman that he loves Boo. so it was <laughs> i thought it was quite poignant <laughs> that he um you know he he went back he looked for his sister and you know, he was looking for ways out for them, mm. couldn't find the way out. And then he embraced her and was just like, kind of like, focus on me, focus on me. And I just thought it was, again, I just thought it was quite poignant that it was a sibling moment. You know, I love sibling love, not twin cest, but <laughs> I love sibling love. So I just thought that, I know it wasn't in the, in the realm of the way that they mm. did Joffrey or the way that they did... Um, Ramsey Bolton or any of the people yeah. the main names that have died so far but I definitely thought that there was a reason behind it ending Twincest. yeah it ending with them two in each other's arms meeting their death mm. one as the as the comforter and one as actually the cause of See, the downfall this is this is and this is what you just said actually in regards to her being comforted mm. she didn't deserve being comforted I, I think I that's what annoyed me because when she was out there killing everyone that she was yeah. killing I think at one point when she was speaking about um, Elena yeah um, the old lady the, that the poisoned grandma, Joffrey yeah. and I think when jo um, Jamie told her about how she died and the fact she was on the, she was actually angry at the fact that she didn't die a horrible death yes and if anyone yes. deserves a horrible death it's that yeah. one there so I got really irritated and I'm like I don't care about this brother sister nonsense and I understand yeah, your point yeah, and everything yeah. and, and I totally get it yeah I just wanted it was to... unfulfilling for yeah, you yeah it was yeah. even if like one of the the the, the boulders kind of landed on her head and her whole head <laughs> smashed open no? I would have been bit, bit graphic I don't like how Game of Thrones is turn, turning me into this blood lusting <laughs> person like I'm like what the hell is that about like where did this come from normally I'm like oh no give them a chance you know everybody deserves now I'm just like no Everyone get a boulder Redemption. Let her head crack open. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying because remember, I was the one saying on a couple of episodes ago yeah. that I thought Joffrey's death was quite unfulfilling for me. <laughs> that choking in the way that he did. I yeah, wanted to see you him want to see like bullet open, sliced and diced. Like, yeah. you know? So I completely get what you're saying, but I could see why they did it like that. But I know what you mean. Yeah. She, she was such a character mm. and she had done such things that maybe she deserved to be kind of, you know, maybe... I don't know. She get where, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. She got up quite lightly. Yeah. Um. She needed to die, and she did. Yeah. Which is the way that she died. I yeah. think that was unfulfilling for people. Yeah. Um. Like I said, Daenerys, I knew that she was gonna just eviscerate everybody because Gosh, she's been man. doing she's that. I think I. Yeah, I said that from before. She's just been using that dragon to just literally turn everyone into flames mm. at the drop of a hat. Mm. And Varys, mm. I was actually really 
quite choked up when they got mm. rid of him because I believe out of all of the characters, he's probably one of the few people that thinks about the actual realm, like yeah, the does. entire thing, world that yeah. he's, has always been his thing. Like yeah. he's, you know, he said himself, he's, you know, he's kind of seen a lot of kings mm. come and go. Mm. And he has had the wisdom to see that, look, at the end of the day, you can have anyone being the figurehead if you want, but mm. it's the people that are really you know, that need to matter the most. Whereas mm. Daenerys is so hell-bent, I've got to have the throne, I've got to have the throne. And yeah. she has no concept about, if she does get it, mm. what that's going to entail and what she's going to need to do. Mm. She just need, She just knows, or she just thinks that she knows that she has to have it. Yeah, she's and entitled yeah. to it, she and thinks. Yeah, and I think Tyrion knew the minute he told Varys and the minute he told Daenerys mm. that, you know, Varys knew that it was just going to be curtains. Yeah, let's talk about Varys because he was writing those scrolls mm. and you could see they, they, they zoomed in and you could see that he was writing, saying something like the true heir yeah. to the throne. So he's obviously writing about... Um, Jon Snow. Yeah. So, um, are we to presume that he got those scrolls out? Um, I think so. But, like, it's not even a secret anymore. Look how much people actually know. Yeah. So, there's that. There's that, that that mm. secret's out. And also, um, one of the things that I saw people discussing online is that what what was Varys having that young girl do? Oh. Because there's one theory to say that that young girl was trying to poison um, Daenerys. Daenerys. Right, yeah. okay. So, um, you know when she came back and she reported she hasn't been eating? Mm. So some people are saying that the scheme that Varys was trying to get the young girl to do was to poison her yeah, food. Yeah. Um, and so that's why he said something like never mind we'll try again at supper or something like yeah, that yeah 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 because it's to do with right. he was actually trying to yeah that's a good off. point mm. i'd even clock that actually because so, i just know that that that's he's you know he's throughout the you know the season he's had loads of spies yeah like doing work for him and so i just thought this is another yeah another spy yeah that's that he's what got. i thought but but then why would why would in that position moment yeah why would he need her to be spied on yeah. so it was either he was having her looked at because they were concerned about her health <laughs> and i don't think it's that mm. or he was there was something more to it and that's why the kind of meal time thing yeah yeah god i never her? thought about that it's a great point yeah so that's and then i don't i mean i don't think she found that out i think it's just obviously Tyrion's fed back in the manner in which Varys has been speaking, that, that amounts to treason, doesn't mm, it? His yeah. desire to overthrow her and um, mm. put John on the throne and stuff like that. So that was really interesting. But yeah, that was that was a goodbye to like a really kind of big character. Yeah, integral kind of, character. Yeah. I was like, oh man, yeah. I like him. Yeah, and he just got burnt to a crisp. <laughs> but you know, she, she is showing that, that you know, that... that that saying power corrupts absolute mm. power corrupts absolutely and that's what's happening to her the <laughs> yeah. power is slowly but surely as well as the, probably the touch of madness from her dad mm -hmm, the mad mm -hmm. king yeah is just sending her over absolutely wild yeah. yeah over the edge i'll tell you what was funny when john snow was inside the red keep and mm. like 
he was just looking around, seeing his soldiers, like, just doing a madness, madness. and everything. And then he looks up <laughs> and he sees Daenerys just blowing up everything. In my head, I'm thinking, look at him looking at his auntie, like, my auntie is going <laughs> mad. <laughs> and who hasn't been there before? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. I was like, boy, I've got many auntie every time. I've looked at them in some ways, like, oh, auntie, chill out, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You ain't been there yeah. before. I know mad somebody... Auntie, <laughs> Somebody made the point that, um, do you think that um, Daenerys probably tried to off Jon Snow and um, Arya? Because obviously she's flying above there, mm. blowing up everything, everything. Mm. They're down there and she's just doing it indiscriminately. So mm. potentially she could have killed both of them. Mm, mm, mm. No, I don't think she would have had that in mind. I think she had nothing in mind. She's just, doing, she that, just doing blowing that. up, blowing yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. fiery rage, like literally and figuratively mm. um, that she was she was on there. Shall I tell you whose um, demise was also, I thought, quite poignant? The two brothers. So two brothers, um, the one with the burn on his face, I yeah. keep forgetting his name. We knew that was going to, I knew that was they were going to meet up eventually though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um what was their what was their actual actual backstory i think i asked this before so the backstory is that they were brothers yeah. and all i know is that that the the older one mm. um i say older i'm presuming he's the mm. older one the one that became burn his Cersei's face guard yeah um yeah pushed him into the fire and made his uh, but caused that burn so oh that became an issue so they, they're like sworn enemies mm. kind of thing so it was um it was interesting that they had this <laughs> you know, yeah. power battle. Why don't you just die? Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that was I thought that was quite poignant. Is it is it Sir Gregor? That's the, the yeah. big time when yeah. he pushed the um um Cersei's um Oh, right. Yeah, right. I I actually I laughed a little bit simply yeah, because he pushed him into that he just and he just died or something. Oh okay. And the reason why I laughed is because that one there has just been again, a next person's just been hovering in the background. Yeah. Kinda of a bit so um like um Lord Baelish. Yes. Kind of just always there pulling the strings yes, and everything. Exactly. And yeah. um when he died in that way, I was like, Yeah, that's that's how yeah. you lot should die. Little and did you sneaky, notice sneak, sneak. Cersei just left them to yeah, it? <laughs> it's like, like Two fighting Poor, boys. I'm just gonna hop over. Yes, yeah. move along. I'm off, mate. You lot can just continue, and yeah. I'll, I'll hopefully see you yeah. maybe in the next. <laughs> I thought there were some really interesting scenes oh, in this my last goodness. episode. So, which which episode? So, this is season eight. Was this episode five? Um, yes. So we're on. Six, so this the last this episode last one is, is the is last. The Sunday. next episode is the last episode. Yeah. Don't let me stay up to two o'clock in the morning for nonsense. Wow. I think Arya's going to kill Daenerys. Somebody said that there is going to be an episode seven, but yeah. it's going to be something... I can't remember. I just heard it on one of these YouTube channels. Mm. It's going to be... And they were talking about it in America, but I presume it will obviously be aired here. There's going to be an episode seven, but it's... I don't know. I don't know what angle it's going to come from, but six is the final episode. Right, okay. But oh, then they're going to put out this other thing yeah um so it'd be interesting to see what that is but wow yeah so we are really coming to the end bro. coming to the end we're gonna watch now mm. of game of thrones i know wow. on to the handmaid's tale we'll talk about that later yeah no i still up. i haven't i haven't i haven't watched that i just you should it's it's really good i think men should watch it in particular especially in regards to the time that we're currently in mm. it's very um yeah 
there's a lot going on, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so let's 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 move on to our first subject of the the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on, I wanted to talk about. Oh, Jeremy Carl has been cancelled. Mm. Um, apparently, a former guest on Jeremy Carl has um, taken their own life. Um, the the show that they featured on hasn't been featured on TV. They actually decided not to show it. Um, after much speculation, I think they just... They, at first it was suspended and then they actually cancelled it. Mm. So apparently it was a guy who was part of a couple. I think he cheated within that relationship mm. and it was exposed on that particular programme. Mm. And after that, maybe, I don't know, a couple of weeks after that, he, you know, he took his own life. Mm. So now, you know... The MPs are now involved talking about not just Jeremy Carr but reality TV shows mm. in general and just about how you know people need to question the aftercare and the before care of some of these shows and how they kind of you know select their their um their contestants their or their subject matters mm. or whatever the case may be so my question is firstly do you think Jeremy Carl should be cancelled and is there any difference between Jeremy Carl and other kind of reality TV shows? Mm. Do you know, so what's really, really um, for me kind of, I don't know if irony is the right words, don't want to misuse it, but years and years and years ago I um, was making some application and it was something in media, I can't remember what it was, it was might be something to do with television and working in television and whatever not. And so they asked a question on this this application about um, what 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 what's your best kind of TV and what's your worst kind of TV. Mm. And in terms of worst kind of TV, I named um, the Jeremy Carl show, Mm-mm. and I said that it's exploitative, and I said that. Um, we don't know the dangers of it yeah. and I said in years to come I think we're going to see see real fallout from shows like that, that yeah. and then here we are and then I heard this story yeah. and it, it, tri- it tripped that memory in my mind like wow I wrote about that like mm-hmm. years ago um, so in answer to the question should the Ke- Jeremy Carl show be um, have been cancelled my answer is going to be yes not just for that really unfortunate um, thing that's happened with one of the guests, but my my answer is is a bit more personalised because I find that that kind of TV, again, I just repeat the words that I, I had used all mm. those years ago. I think it's exploitative. I think it's um, I think it's cheap. I think it's lo- it's it's low grade TV, and I was never really sure of the objective because I couldn't call that entertainment mm. because you see people who are who are at their most vulnerable we might not think of vulnerability in terms of like when people are shouting and people look angry and people yeah. are wild but that's actually a vulnerable state mm. so then to to introduce cameras to that and introduce like an audience an audience yeah. of jeering people <coughs> cheering mm. people people taking sides people gassing you up when you just think about even fights at school fights and arguments at school used to get blown out of proportion because people are in the background saying yeah 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 get involved get involved get involved things would never be sorted in front of an audience so how is that 
so so the whole premise of the show of oh we're gonna air this we're gonna sort it out was always a lie you were never here to try mm. and help or sort it out when you've got a baying crowd you've got people taking sides you've got jeremy carl who was never like you know he was never just like a shady ricky lake kind of mm. holding the mic like throwing <laughs> shade or like a maury just kind of like asking you know probing kind of questions and like yeah. really getting to the he was like it, not instigating but like he was instigating. drilling and he, drilling right. drilling and then drilling he people always whereas used to take Jerry Springer will kind of be quite non-biased and just ask the questions yeah. and just let them but respond. being shady yeah, yeah being shady but not like you're disgusting that. you're a piece of filth that. you're this you're that they probably those people on, on those shows probably already feel like they're they're nothing they're, that's they're the low which is why they act in the way that they that's do that's exactly what i mean about vulnerability yeah. as well you're just like exploiting people's people's hardships people's self-esteem issues people's uh, uh, familial issues why the mm. hell how the hell is that entertainment i just you know i don't want to sound like a snob but i just i, I never understood mm. it as um, and it was a particular type of person that they would invite on Thank the show you. from a certain um, social Thank economic you. background. It would never be from somebody like from Made in Chelsea Thank you. or anything like that. So you knew what you're doing when you were selecting people. So I think this is where, you know, people question the before care and the after care mm. because it's like that, that is your team who are in charge of saying, yeah, that person's not really ready for all of this attention mm. or this person, yeah, actually they can take it and blah, blah, blah. Mm, so mm, it seems mm. like, I don't even know if they have an aftercare or um, before care, certain system Somebody was saying um, that their, their aftercare is still carried out within sort of the parameters of entertainment. Right. So it's not... Um, it wasn't, it didn't feel to them. This is, I think this is one um, person's story having been on it. It didn't feel as though it was being carried out with a genuine attempt of, okay, this is for you. It was more mm. like still within the, the show, like, let's see what happens if right, right, you guys right. go to counseling or something like that. So, yeah, I, so just going back to the question, yeah, I think, I think I, I'm glad it's been cancelled. And actually, I think, um, you know, reality TV is actually quite a new school thing mm. right we think it's it's been it's been around for a while but in comparison to television and the scripted output of television shows scripted shows yeah, yeah it, it's it's relatively new school so i just think that a lot more care does have to go into the thought process behind these programs and who they're bringing on these programs because another thing is you know that we're living in times where you know, you've got some fragile ass people out here mm. and maybe I shouldn't even say it like that, but you have young, impressionable people who are impressionable by things that they see on social media. They are, in, they are impressionable by comments and stuff like that. So you throw, you know, somebody who's all kind of insecure and really trying to find who they are, you know, and throw them in front of a camera and position them in such a way in terms of editing and the narrative that you choose to surround that person with in such a way that they become you know I don't know a baddie quote unquote yeah, yeah. a baddie like that that's that wild. does untold yeah. damage to people they're not ready for that and I think that's the problem with these shows we're doing all of this in the name of entertainment but we're not 
thinking forward into you know knowing what we know about the fragility of maybe the human state or even just like young people mm. it's just nuts that we're just like yeah 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 let's get them all in there let's yeah, let's yeah. put a camera there let's let's create relationships and then you know like on big brother let's purposely create problems and tensions mm, and then let's mm. let's see where it goes that's to me that's 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 nuts and maybe i say this from a you know a, a, a getting old person's <laughs> perspective get rid of it right i'm so just old. yeah i'm not really i'm yeah. not really um i don't know like could you like apply that same logic to like other reality tv shows that aren't kind of like you know there's an audience there's a presenter and there's like you know a panel of guests with their problems i mean you know, you could look at a show like Love and Hip Hop who have been accused mm. by, say, for instance, the black community of not representing black women in a positive way because they're always fighting. And mm. then, you know, we've had some women offer those shows that have, like, been very kind of critical, particularly to, like, Mona Scott Young, mm. um, somebody like Jocelyn, Jocelyn mm. Hernandez, Jocelyn, if you remember her. Mm. She was, like, she's been very critical of Mona mm. where some people probably like somebody like Cardi had been nothing but praise I think um Safari was praising Mona but other people have like no she threw me to the wolves mm. so then it becomes a thing of okay of okay so you've been given a platform mm. and you can choose to then represent yourself as you see fit because mm. at the end of the day nobody can make you act mm. a certain way so mm. doesn't that not then become an individual thing that you are responsible for your yourself and responsible for your own actions mm. if you don't know the impact of you fighting constantly and how that's going to represent how you're going to represent yourself then is it really Mona's fault is it anyone else's fault but yourself no and I, I agree with you on on that um I, I agree with you on that basis I think that's I think that's a slightly different issue mm. and I think that yeah in that way you you have to be accountable to yourself if you go on there's I mean there's editing and there's editing no one can edit you <laughs> yeah. edit edit these hands you know <laughs> if you've been edit these hands right if you've been throwing hands you've been Erica throwing Menor hands and, you know yeah so um or no one can edit in you know you being um you know shady or nasty or bitchy or whatever so um in that sense I think yeah that that comes down to individual responsibility and a lot of those people in the love and hip-hop franchises the vast majority of them are, are that much older, mm. I think, and and they they um, should, you know, they should know themselves. To be honest with you, but you know what I was just thinking of when you were saying, "Oh, how is it different from other programs?" And then my brain went to Love Island actually, mm. um, because obviously there have been some contestants that have been on previous series of, yeah. of love island who have unfortunately taken their lives as well and one doesn't know um quite the extent to which um their appearance of love island has influenced other factors in their life which mm. have led to um th th them taking their lives but what I think back to is last year, partway through the series of Live, Love Island, I started watching it and I mm. really enjoyed it. Mm. And so I'm just like checking myself now because I'm mm. here saying, oh, it's wild. The new season's nuts. about to start. People are really excited that yep. it's going to start. So yep. It's almost like they've forgotten the fact that two people have lost their lives. It's like, oh, new, yep. new episodes. Yeah. Great, great, great. And I'm, think I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about, hold on, I'm saying that... Um, 
Jeremy, the Jeremy Kyle show is exploitative. And it's about, you know, putting people in front of the camera and just, you know, introducing conflicts or talking about conflicts that are already pre-existing and then letting those cameras roll. But that's kind of like parts mm. of Love Island as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people that go on Love Island are quite young as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of have to rethink what am I really saying about Love Island? Because like I said last year, I got into it. <laughs> I got into it. I started watching yeah. it after my birthday. All of a sudden I was like, so this is what the nation's talking about. Mm. I was like really enjoying it. And I think there's part of me that, um, you know, when I, I do like people watching and you do like seeing situations mm. um, kind of play out. Play out. Yeah. And I guess I guess the difference between not not maybe it might be a, a difference without real difference but I think maybe for me in my head maybe the difference between Love Island and maybe the Jeremy Carl show not that I really watched the Jeremy Carl show but I have a flavor what it's about yeah. was that the Jeremy Carl show seemed to be all about kind of these kind of salacious you know my m- m- my partner cheated with my best friend at work type stories um, or you know my partner's a serial cheat or I don't know if this baby's mine those kind of real life kind of serious issues that mm. actually probably are never going to get sorted out in front of a camera whereas Love Island was all about young free singletons the premise trying being to find trying love. to find love mm. um, which you know seems to be the exact opposite of the conflict <laughs> dramas that you see <laughs> yeah, on Jeremy, Jeremy Carl. <laughs> but actually when I when I think about what I'm actually saying and the thing that I take issue to on on the Jeremy Carl show is exactly the same it's putting people in front of a camera without pre-warning them or without any thoughts to what might be the the after effects of it all so I don't know. That's definitely something to think about. It is, man. isn't it? Because it's like, like you said, two people have died, you know, after featuring on Love Island mm. and then they've announced that there's a new season coming and it's almost like everybody forgot. Mm, mm, and I think the mm. only reason why it's kind of reared its head again is because of the death of this man from Jeremy Carl mm, and the mm, fact that, mm, you know, the discussion. Yeah, MPs mm. have now like, like we need to look at reality TV shows on a whole if mm. this is what's happening. But I also think that we're in a different time in a different era where people, you know, they want to be famous. They don't understand what fame is yes. about. Yes. So I think that applies to both shows like Jeremy Carl, yep. Love Island, yep. Towie, yep. Love and Hip Hop. Everybody wants to be famous, but nobody understands the price of fame that they yep. have to pay. Mm. So if you're somebody who is maybe maybe suffers from anxiety or you've got some sort of issues that you haven't dealt with that are really affecting your mind and then you're put on platforms like that mm-hmm. it's just going to be heightened so you know when you leave an environment especially shows like Big Brother you where you're in like an enclosed space for weeks and weeks at a time and then you leave and then you're back into the real world it's like oh okay so what 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 do I do now sort of thing like mm. I couldn't imagine doing mm. that because mm. you see mm. how then people cry when people get evicted mm-hmm. it's like they form such a close knit bond with complete mm. strangers otherwise mm. but it's like they're in the same situation and they're dealing with the same things and it's mm. like none of them know I think they're fully aware that people in the outside world mm. couldn't really understand what they're 
what they're going through. So they cling on to each other. And it's probably the same kind of effect on shows like Love Island, where yeah. again, you're in a villa yeah. with other people. Away from yeah. real reality. Yeah, people get nominated. Just like, oh my God, I've lost my friend. I've yeah. lost a boyfriend. But you're dealing with all of these really weird emotions that ordinarily if these shows weren't about you probably wouldn't have to deal with no because you're not gonna there's not gonna be a time where for 12 weeks you're just gonna be thrown together with with people in some new living arrangements right exactly and even though it's like you're leaving but you're going home you're going home to back to a familiar place you're going yeah. to your house it's still a scary daunting yeah. thing because and also they're aware imagine yeah that um because it's tv yeah you don't know how people in the outside world are seeing you. Yep. So for them people leaving, like for instance, take Love Island, take somebody like um, Josh, mm. remember Josh? And he had no idea mm. that him leaving the house, he was going to be liked or disliked. Mm. So imagine being the individual that has to leave, like really tentatively thinking, am I going to get tomatoes thrown at me mm. in the streets? Especially when that whole Georgia scenario kicked mm-hmm, off and then mm-hmm. he kind of dumped her and And if you're Kaz. already, and if you're already a, say somebody who has, like you said, anxiety or mm. insecurity, imagine that. That's wild. Yeah, and but then you're thinking, you're, are, you're having yeah. to try and think about, oh, millions of people might hate me. Millions yeah. of people might think How am I going to walk the street? How am I going to yeah. go to the shop? How am I going to do my job? How am I going to go back to, am I going to have a job to go back to? Yep. Like, Completely alters their yeah, state. Yeah, exactly. Of, so yeah, I don't think reality. people think about those things. They just think about, I'm going to be famous. I'm mm. going to be friends with Kylie Jenner and, you know, I'm going to meet Rihanna and I'm going to be famous, have loads of money. People are going to love me, love me, love me. But they don't think about the the downward yeah. spiral. So who do you think the onus should be on though to then um, um, take that into account I beforehand? Think, I think it has to be it has to be fifty fifty. I can't bypass individual responsibility. Mm. Um, like I said, we are in a very different time, and it is about fame, fame, fame. But I do think um, I would say the younger generation probably a little bit more savvy mm. about kind of celebrity if you like. Mm, I don't know that they are. Um, Do you think so? Yeah, I do. Like, um, Well, you think that they understand that world? I I don't think so. I think in terms of, I don't think they understand, they just see the upside of it. They Mm. don't, I think they see the downside, but once they choose to put themselves in that arena, it's almost like the downside of it doesn't apply to them. So that means you're saying they're not very savvy. I thought you were saying that they are savvy. I, just, then I don't think they are. Sa- yeah, I'm, I agree yeah. with you. I don't think that they are yeah, very savvy. Yeah, you're yeah. right, actually. Yeah, I take back what I, what I said. Yeah, I think they kind of focus mm, on, the good probably bits. on the good bits and don't really, because like it's the good bits that they gravitate towards and mm. everybody thinks that they're special and that everybody loves them. Mm. So, you know, why can't they be the next um, Joey Essex or mm. the next Billy Frails or the next whoever it is that's, mm. you know, mm. being put up there to be the, Given you know, their own show. Yeah, exactly. Why? I'm just as funny as them. I'm just as good looking as them. Why yeah. can't I be? Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, oh, this is an interesting thing as well. So, I remember I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. We were talking about Kim Kardashian and I was saying to her that, she, you know, I don't think that Kim, Kim's not somebody that uh, appeals to me simply yeah. because I don't really gravitate towards people who don't have a talent. Yeah. And I don't think she has a talent. Yeah. And she was arguing that, yeah, she does have a talent because she was able to take the videotape and turn it into like millions and millions and millions. I hate when people say I'm that. I'm like, that's not actually a talent. To me, a talent is something that is God given. And she didn't actually do that. Right. It was all 
you know, people talk about that. Sorry to cut across you, yeah. but just to make the point that people talk about that as if that was an actual thing. It's it was it's part society's reaction. It's mm. partly a moment in time. All those things collided. collided yeah, it wasn't just you know, oh, I'm gonna. Because many people have had sex and it didn't happen. Right, right. And, I'd, and some people might say, exactly, Cheryl. So that's why you can say that she specifically must have had a, you know, an extra something. And I, I don't think that that's no. true. I think, and those of people forget that Kim was somebody, is somebody that's come from money. Exactly. When you have a certain network around you, there's exactly. no way you're going to fail. Especially if you've got a mum like Chris, Chris um, Jenner. Right. Who so made it her business. Her exactly. Yeah, so the, the thing is, there's a process to, to this. And this is why, you know, when people, People say, um, oh, you know, you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And it's like, well, if you've got no no straps in your boots, and how can you yeah, do that? Kim has all the straps. She was strapped up from, from toe yeah. to, to, to neck. So the point that I was making was that, um, like I said, I, I'm not really, I don't really gravitate towards people with no talent. And talent mm. to me is something that not everybody has. Mm. Like it's like, you know, if you take somebody like Beyonce, and I think she was comparing her to Beyonce, so you can't mm. compare the two. I'm like... Beyonce can literally get on stage, perform. She can mm-hmm. do something that not everybody can do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like anybody can do a sex tape, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody can, you know, if you've got a following, mm. you can sell whatever you want, lipstick, clothes, mm. you know, whatever, right? Beyonce, I can't get on the stage and do what Beyonce did at Baychella. I can't do that. Right. Kim can't do that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't play an instrument. So it's just like, for me, talent is something that you have, first of all, you're born with and then it's nurtured. Yeah. 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 Was Kim born having sex? Like, and no. was that nurtured? Like, no. I, I, to me, it's just a false equivalency. And the reason why people equate the two is because they're both famous. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's separate the two. Yeah. You I understand know, I it's a different time and the way that people make their money mm. is very different. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I respect the mum for her business savvy because obviously she understands the market that follows Kim. Exactly. But at the same time, I can't say that she is a talented woman. I can't. Yeah. I, I think I, I have to um, agree with you. And people always forget about, you know, Beyonce, like you said, Beyonce's got a... a, a a marked talent mm. and then you add the business savvy to exactly it, yeah and then it becomes what th- this phenomena that it is but you're right you can't say you know what sucking dick was the talent mm. and then and this is why we have a generation of young people who probably look at the lights of a kim and he, even a cheryl cole who came mm. through on like a reality tv show mm. and sees how mediocre, how low the level is to be famous, yeah. which is why they will jump on shows like Towie right. and think as they're thinking, if they can do it, why the hell why can't, can't I? I? Like, yeah, and that's why I say what they what they miss from um, the equation is is that moment in time mm. and also where gatekeepers decide this yeah. person's going to become the nation's yeah, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. Because Cheryl Cole can't sing. Yeah, Cheryl Cole can't sing mm. and my girls are fully fledged yeah pop she's artists. like almost like an icon in this country right? in, the nation's in, sweetheart yeah 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 <laughs> do you see what i'm saying that is wild this you're is, on this to is, judge what was yeah. it what, what was she made a judge some on? dance show on no BBC no no one. remember when she was with the same show that oh was, x factor x factor yeah how can you be a judge on x factor <laughs> when you can't sing what madness are we doing mm. here 
But the fact is, she came through the ranks. She's came through on that, you know, the girl group, like you yeah. said. Then she's gone solo. Then she's, you know, the, then the, the 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 boosting behind her, and then the positioning yeah. that the gatekeepers give her, and then it's all that. So then, mm. but when you trace it back, it doesn't trace back, in my view, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, to a discernible talent. Definitely not. Yeah, you know, you know, people that can sing. Cheryl Cole under the table. Mm, listen, there's probably about eighty percent of the people that live on my road can out sing Cheryl. But again, this is the society that we live in, and I think TV shows like Jeremy Carl and Love Island are heightened. Uh, not heightened. Sorry, are more appealing to people mm. who want to chase fame, fame because it's yeah. another doorway into into yeah. what they perceive to be. The, just, just the greatest way to live yeah you know? yeah yeah sad though yeah because i oh. think some kids also miss that some of the people that come through and are like positioned are already kind of networky mm. you, you know when you suddenly find out who their aunt is or who their <laughs> you know who their parents are or where they've actually come do you know what i mean it's always it's on, <coughs> not always but in some occasions it's always quite networky but it's always put out there as if they were just plucked from obscurity and then i think that's where you the point that you're making yeah. comes in that everyone thinks well if that can happen for them mm. then why can't i do it yeah you and i don't even blame them for thinking that yeah no it's, it's if natural. that's what they're being presented then exactly why wouldn't they i'd be like boy if joe can do it listen, exactly. let me do a two two step two step, <laughs> two step and two go and step. get my coin in it it's hard out there house prices are rising there's right? hardly any jobs there's more homeless people on the street than anything people's families need to be need to be looked after <laughs> Let me get this money then. Right. Simon Cowell, here I come. Here I come. And that's probably why you get those people that go on bloody X Factor that cannot <laughs> hold a note, but they're out there just like... Not for love yeah, or here, money. And I'm going to win this season. Yeah, and, he, and it's funny, even like people like... Um, who's the man that told Cheryl about herself? And she got really upset. But what he said was actually true. I think he said something in regards to her being really lucky to be in the position that she's in yeah and she took offense to that why and i was like exactly i was like oh, why are you mm. offended because and i think she was offended because he used being the, the luck well being the person that he he was he was you know them joke acts that they have that some that sometimes get through to the live shows yeah, yeah. he was one of them just oh like right a, like quite quite like a big elder not big big but elderly <laughs> guy i think he was kind of greek had a mustache yeah what's his name i can't remember i really can't if anybody remembers please like will you just tweet us <laughs> but um yeah he was just you know we know when they asked for comments and he was like oh you know because cheryl you've been quite lucky in your and she was vexed <laughs> vexed but it was funny but like he didn't say anything and the thing is it's like what she's not seeing is that you are so mediocre that yeah. a man like this can look you dead in your face and tell you, and tell you that and like simon is like sitting next to you and he's like like smirking and because he knows yeah 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 however you interpret that word yeah. of luck that is exactly how she got into her position so oh well but yeah i just i hope that they do kind of review the aftercare and the big forecare of all of these shows because people shouldn't mm. be feeling so low about themselves that they want to take their lives after they've been on the oh, show yeah. i don't think the show is shows are totally responsible for yeah. it i think there are other things maybe going on in their lives that yeah. kind of ex ex exacibates is, it as we as we are 
learning and people are getting to understand more and more like when i say we i mean as a society coming to understand more and more mental health is it's mental health week an this issue week as well. is it i didn't yeah. realize that mm-hmm. um, mental health is a big issue and you know somebody said to me just not said to me i heard somebody saying i think i was watching something um just as an aside they were saying that there's there is actually no other health but for mental health because without mental health without your mental you have health nothing. You, you can't yeah. do you see what I'm saying so yeah. you, you have okay yeah there's your physicality mm. but this person made the point and I, I found myself agreeing with it that actually it's true. without mental health without your mental health being intact and stable and good you might as well forget because yeah. as, as people will attest depression mm as a form of mental health can be physically de- debilitating. Mm. You know, you, you hear some people talking about that their depression manifests itself in them not being able to get up, mm. them not being able to do anything, them not being able to do simple tasks. They simply cannot marshal themselves mm. to do it. So even if their body's physically fine, capable, yeah, without can't. their mental health, being fine mind to body connectivity is just not there right the, the willingness isn't it's like what's the point right so in in when i thought about that yeah. and i heard that person saying that i wish i'd taken note of who it was and where it was and what i watched um that was yeah that was a, I, th- I thought that was a really good point, point. Um, shouts out to um i think it's davros or was it wahala from esn mm-hmm. and i think somebody had tweeted about about sleep right um, about how it's not that important and that if you're... Oh, it was Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, saying that, oh, if you're asleep, then, you know, the person on the East Coast of the country is already making that money and making decisions. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, totally from, from a health standpoint, and you yeah. know that's my thing already. I'm just yeah. like, this is such a dangerous me- message yeah. to send. Okay, people, again... This is how I've said this to you many times. People do not value their health enough to know that there's a reason why certain armies use sleep deprivation as a form of torture. Your body's designed to rest. It has to rest. Your body is designed to cry. That's Mm. why we have tear ducts. It's Mm. actual... A, 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 a mechanical thing that we have in our brain that tells sends signals to us this mm. is our body telling us that when we're feeling pain mm. we're emotional or physical cry it's a release yeah, yeah it's a release you have to do it so we have messages telling men not to cry mm. this is what you know and I believe this is one of the reasons as to why we have such a high rate of suicide in men and when I say you know men sh- you know men should cry I'm not saying just cry every given moment I'm saying if there's a, a good enough reason to cry then cry mm. or if you feel like crying, yeah if you cry. feel like crying and then the sleep thing as well I mm. feel exactly the same way I know that there are people who are like I need to make money I need to do this so I only sleep for like two hours two hours a day or three hours a day. I'm like what are you mad so you want to die before you have the 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 opportunity to spend all of that money that you've worked so hard for why why are you doing that no that doesn't make any sense I didn't, it's so I didn't backwards agree with i didn't agree with that that message and Steve at all Harvey sometimes spouts a lot of bs anyway but you know you're absolutely right the body needs and they say you know this eight hours is there for a reason i know mm. people used to say things like oh you know the most successful people don't sleep for more than five hours but i think 
that that kind of message, like you said, mm. is is dangerous. And also, it depends on what your version of success is. Looks like, yeah, absolutely. There's um there's a video going around with Cameron Diaz right now. Actually, if you go on social media, you can see it. Mm. And they're interviewing her, and she said, you know, when people come up to me and say, I want to be just like you, Cameron, like you, you know, you're the epitome of success. And she was like, okay, first of all, you need to tell me what that actually means. Mm. And she says, for the most part, they can't actually tell articulate her. it. They can't, and mm. it's like. Some she's like some of the most richest people I know are deemed as successes, but they're actually quite miserable mm. because they can't enjoy their success because it's like once they've made that million, they need to go and make two million, yeah. which means that they take less time away from their families, less time away from things that actually really matter mm. at the end of the day. So I think it's about obviously finding a balance between work mm. and between health. Can you imagine like you're having? You have family, you don't see your kids grow up because you're too busy, you're too concerned about making sure that you've got enough money to, I don't know, what you deem as providing for them. Yeah. And a lot of the times, it's probably certain things that the family didn't ask for or don't even need, but you're so concerned that I have to have it, I have to have it, that you forget that, hang on a minute, they're fine. There's life beyond as well. Yeah, they're actually okay. That's the thing. Oftentimes when we talk about success, we're actually talking about capitalistic success. Yes. All the time. And I'm like, what about, you know, obviously when we were talking about, talking to the guys about... um, The ESN guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying to them in particular that, you know, um, I think it's um, Stavros... Um, when he was talking about proposing to his now wife mm. and that um, one of his things was making sure that he asked her dad mm. and that um, basically wanted to be the best husband, which is what you want to be. And that, you know, I think his thing was making sure that like he's a provider. But I think, I don't know if he was, I don't want to put words in his mouth and he might have to go back and listen to the show again. Mm. But I think it, it I think he more or less was coming from, I don't know. Actually, I don't want to say this. Cause it might be wrong. <laughs> so if you're listening. <laughs> Steph. Yeah. She ain't going to put words in your mouth. But yeah, I just want men to kind of realise that, yes, I understand that money is important. Yeah. Unfortunately, we do live in a capitalist society and mm. it demands that we, you know, have a certain amount in order to live a certain life. However, it is not the be all and end all. Yeah. And it's hard for, I guess it's hard for us as women to say that to men because, you know, a lot of men might think, oh, you're trying to take take that away from me. Like, no, I'm trying to make sure that your, you know. Your wellness got, is yeah, important. Yeah, your faculties are all, all there because I need, I need my husband present yeah. Yeah. rather than running around thinking, if I don't get this, if I'm not shown to be the man of the house, which is what I was trying to get to the point in regards to... Um, to Stavros, you know, being the man of the house. But mm. that, that means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that his wife is fully aware mm. that he's very much the man of the house. But I don't think pe- men should put undue amount of pressure, pressure on upon themselves. themselves. Right. Yeah. You know, when it's not necessary. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I definitely I definitely hear that. And I think it's it's really important to start perhaps trying to redefine the idea of success Mm. because when you have someone like John Singleton dying at 51 he was successful but not 
his health wasn't successful. Yeah. So we need to start bringing in other factors to our lives to create longevity, not mm. just commercial acclaim, uh, you know, financial success. Um, because, you know, he was a, a black man who had um, hypertension, high blood pressure, yeah. and um, so suffered a stroke. And his his condition may have been, I don't know, it may have been um, untreatable in the sense that he may have been getting the right medical treatment for it, but it just, you know... It's gone too far. It's gone too yeah. far. It, it just didn't help. But the fact is that using that as an example, there's not, you know, th what's the point in us being so great at our jobs, so renowned in our careers, so, you know, well-known and, and, and well-regarded if we get to early middle age mm. and are just dropping like flies. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? So we have to, we have to, I Find guess. Find that balance. Yeah. I reckon. And, and determine what, what real, what actual success can, can look like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We really so. digress, but I don't think we we digress, but we didn't because it was still on mental health. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Everyone just find their balance. Yeah, find your balance. That's yeah. it. All right, let's move on. Um, Cheryl, <laughs> I can't believe I'm asking you this. Do you wash your legs, babes? Oh my god! <laughs> this subject, you know, I'm just like this is taken taken on legs. What? Excuse the pun, but um. Somebody, uh, oh my God, I can't believe they exposed themselves like this, but some girl on Twitter exposed herself by saying that she doesn't actually wash her legs when she's in the shower. So obviously that took off. Can we just It went pause? viral and people were like, huh? How? I, this is what I don't understand. How? <laughs> because I don't know if you're a turn the shower on and then get in. Or get in, then turn the shower on. But what I do know <laughs> is that that water runs downwards. Right. So you're naked mm. in the shower. Your whole body's getting wet. Mm. Let's not even get started on <laughs> people that even just use hand and soap. <laughs> oh. No, because there's a whole big thing about that as well. Oh God, that's, that's what I'm saying. This me, whole thing snowballed into. You get that. You get you 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 get the scrubber. You've got your either your soap or mm. your shower gel or your whatever, and you do the once over. <laughs> and when you're doing the once over, you do your whole body, mm. soles of the feet, yeah, everywhere. And then for me, mm. I like to rinse and then do the <laughs> twice over, <laughs> just to make sure. So I, but in that, I don't understand. It just would never even. To me, it feels like it takes energy yeah. to take the position that you're not going to wash your legs because you will have to think about, no, I'm going to purposely avoid yeah. the lower part of my body. And, and I don't it's the longest part that, of your body as I don't well. Understand so how, how can that you happens? just be like, oh, I'm just going to forget this bit. The water's running down onto yeah. it. So aren't you just kind of looking and thinking, oh, there's further body down mm. here. Oh, it's getting wet. Let me just... <laughs> Give it a bit of a scrub. And then, can I just, let's just talk about this. Because yeah. I don't know where your private bits are situated. <laughs> but mine are at the top of my legs. 
Listen, I so tweeted the same area, people that ain't washing their legs ain't washing other areas of their body. There's no understand. way you can convince me. I like genuinely, I don't understand. So I thought I saw the conversation yeah. on Twitter. I don't know if it was the same one person who started it because I feel like I've seen a few strands of the same conversation That's what I'm saying, now. because it's taken on legs of its it own. It has taken on legs, but the first person who was talking about it, I mean, how did it even come to it <laughs> being so normalized that not only were they not doing it, but then they were also telling the Twitter sphere about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Quite proudly well. as well. I, don't I think the person who tweeted it thought that she was going to be get back in as in like people are going to be like, oh yeah, I, I don't bother doing that as well. I think, that's what I think. But she must have done. Can I just ask? Because she was genuine... so like, it's normal. Like, yeah. what's the big deal? And then she probably is in shock right now seeing the, you know, the responses to the fact that she doesn't. So she leaving out her feet? Well, this Because this is my thing. As you said, Cheryl, when you're in the shower and the water runs down you, yeah, I'm somebody, like I said, I'm in the gym all the time. So I'm taking, I have like three showers a day mm. because I have to. Mm. And my thing is, my feet are in sweaty trainers and socks all day. Mm. So I have to get down there and get in between my toes because as you know, in the toes is where mm. all, like all manner of gunk can, mm. can like congregate. So if you're somebody that's like, I don't wash my legs. I'm like, but your feet are down there. Mm -hmm. You stand on your feet all day. The way we batter our feet, mm. and if um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but your feet are very sensitive. Like there's a lot of nerve endings down there. That's mm. why, you know, people who specialize in foot massages and that mm -hmm. can kind of like, oh, if I press this part of your foot. Yeah, it correlates then, to other parts of yeah, the body. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. You have to get down them legs <laughs> you've got a and I was watching um, Jeremy Vine this morning they were talking about talking about it so there's a girl on there who works for the show and she sits in the audience and she you know she gets the audience to interact and that she admitted that she doesn't wash her, her legs Eva, she was like, no, no, no. So, so tell me what she said. <laughs> Let me just get comfortable here. Because I, I need to know an actual subject, yeah. an actual person. And I need you to tell me how she, how did she explain how she, she bathes she or says showers? She washes, obviously, the top half of her but body. But is this in the shower? In the shower. And then she says, the same, because she said the water is running down and it's running on her legs that should isn't that not sufficient so if the audience members were looking they're mostly black the audience members that were sitting there they were like one guy was sitting next to her like ooh, disgusting so um she was just like i don't understand like you know the water rushes down and it just doesn't that just then rinse off my leg and i was horrified let me ask them this <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask them this as though they may be listening so you have a plate you eat off the plate. Yeah. You had maybe food in sat in the middle of the plate. Mm. Do you just scrub the area that the food, <laughs> the food was, on, was on? Probably rinse that, and then all the bits around the don't side. Don't even rinse it. You just don't give even it a quick wipe. That. No, not quick wipe. Because as they're saying, the water runs across <laughs> it, so that should be fine. Oh How does God. that work? That doesn't work. Yeah. At and all. also, can I just ask then if they're not washing their legs, La? Mm. Are they washing their arms? Mm. Are arms different Well, she, from legs? she did ask, how do you, she asked somebody how you wash your back. So this young black boy, she was like, he was like, yes, of course I wash my back. Wash my but back. how, how do you do it? I'm like, 
So listen, do we need to explain basics? She doesn't wash her neck back. She this is it. I'm ears. like, what else are you not washing? Because right. again, she she's probably thinking the water's touching my back, so therefore it's clean. Like, no, the same way you wash your front, you wash, wash your back. back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am genuinely um, confused. But there's like by this. me, like you, even if you t- like, there's so many different washcloths nowadays mm. in order for you to get get to your back or you can use one of those like, um, I scrubs you, i think you just are only in some communities not saying oh, anything i think like I've the heard moors, that all i'm saying is the moors came over and they taught so certain people about hygiene I've and washing heard, this heard. is actual facts people not being funny but um clearly certain lessons didn't get carried forward throughout those centuries because it's like I just feel like when you're on national TV asking how do you wash your back no I don't get it in this day and age with loofers and stuff with sticks on there so you don't even have to do too much you can just I don't get it. give it a scrub or you know old school use one flannel wet it up put your soap on there <laughs> fling it behind your back <laughs> and the, the other on end, the other ends you <laughs> your back way. is clean I just don't understand that's so basic <laughs> I can't believe this big big woman was on national TV <laughs> asking this young black boy how do you, how do you wash, wash your, your back? back and he looked at her like what are you oh, mad <laughs> Taylor Swift was asked the same question on the Ellen tell show tell me Taylor washes her legs she said <laughs> She says she shaves her legs every day. Isn't that like washing your legs? I'm over her. And <laughs> I'm over her. Ellen wears like your legs? no. Ace is nodding. Ace I is think better. there's a general consensus that leg washing is it's necessary. Just such a people, weird, like just the question in itself. I'm like, people need to check themselves, man. Jesus, there's enough E. coli and mad, mad cow disease <laughs> running around. And this is what you want to do about the dirt doesn't touch my legs. Oh, dirt goes God. everywhere. That's why it's called dirt. I think these are the same people that don't wash their hands after using or their the chicken or wash their rice. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to someone about washing. This was years ago, having a conversation about washing rice, not from our community and they were like oh but you just wash away all the starch I said no you wash away the cow dung that the rice is initially kind of growing from and the fact that people are standing in those paddy fields you probably wash off their corns and stuff and you have to wash your rice so they didn't wash their rice either oh I was like I was mortified I thought that was that I thought that was a generally accepted way of 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 cooking rice it needs I was like she was just like no you wash because if you wash it and I think actually on some packets of rice they tell you not to wash it I don't read packets of rice because my rice cooking was was, was handed down (laughs) it was handed down I didn't need to my mum was like stand there watch me do this wash this rice (coughs) and you keep washing it and washing it until the water looks clear (coughs) it's clear Mm. And I was like, okay. And so when I was looking at her, like, what do you mean you don't? So that that grey water, you just leave it to boil in that. <laughs> oh gosh, so the water's the water's grey, yeah. The broth, <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like, bro. <laughs> oh, oh my God. gosh! See all you nasty people, just wash your skin, man, every day. Wash it. Wash your That's legs. That's all there is to it. Wash about. your rice. And I would say wash your chicken, but hey, listen, <laughs> don't don't get them confused. All right, so let's go into shady corner. Um, okay, we have to talk about this Alabama new abortion bill that's been Gosh. passed by twenty five whole grown, very rich, very privileged white men who have decided to outlaw abortions in the state of Alabama in the U.S. and um, 
I was like angry, like really angry that these men had the nerve to decide what women can do with their bodies. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that it's actually like, it happening. It feel like um, we're kind of going back in time yeah. in terms of... we're going backwards. The whole point of... Um, the whole point of, of this bill they're saying is because, you know, one has to respect life and they're pro-lifers um, and etc. That's that's just the argument that, mm. you know, the moment um, sperm meets an egg, it creates a... Within a few weeks, it creates a fetus and that fetus is life. And so that, that life needs protecting, hence the outlawing of abortion. But it just feels as though, you know, when you even when you intro it in the way that you have, you know, it's 25 white male lawmakers who have, you know, signed off on this and made this law. It just feels like we're going back into, mm. like, the dark ages of, like... does feel women's like... Women's rights just being yeah. etched, scratched out. Um, just... It just... It, it, you know... It just feels wrong because it's the manner in which it's done as well. Because I heard that they even voted out, they voted down some um, some amendments. So some Democratic, um, some of the Democrats wanted to put in some amendments to deal with instances where a person may have conceived as a result of rape or as a result of incest, i.e., you know, familial incest or, yeah. or abuse or something like that. And and they, they, they wouldn't allow those amendments. It's like so, just strict no. So I'm just thinking, so say, for instance, a young girl, like say she was 13 years old, she was raped and fell pregnant. If she went to have... It's a felony for, that, for a doctor to perform an abortion on her. Any doctor. So any if, they, doctor. if she left the state, went to another state where it was legal... I think that I don't know the ins and outs of the mm, bill yeah. and I don't know how it affects the people that live within Alabama but it sounds as though that would probably be, probably be the only way but mm. remember in America it's not like here where okay here NHS mm, up mm, in Manny mm, mm, NHS yeah, Brum yeah, yeah. Man H- NHS you have to it's have like your medical treatment insurance. where you live well I don't know but your insurance that might be part of it yeah I don't know if you can just go out of state and start getting treatment anyhow so mm. I don't know I don't know but you can imagine mm. um the difficulties that that may cause for some people of of particular backgrounds social economic backgrounds mm-hmm. are they going to have the capability to just pick up themselves and go across state to somewhere mm. else and also the amount of illegal like underground abortions exactly it's going to drive happen. it underground because yeah. people are not going to stop doing this they Mm. did it before like way back in Mm. the day Mm. when i think it was illegal then Mm. um they were doing it then and then unfortunately a lot of women lost their lives Mm. due to various different reasons like unqualified doctors filthy equipment Mm. just all those kind of things and as you said people from certain backgrounds would be the people that would be suffering the most because of it yeah 
I just uh, so who goes in shady corner because at this stage I just of... want to put the US in shady <laughs> corner <laughs> yeah but the, the thing is it can have a knock on effect because if it if this bill is passed in Alabama I'm pretty sure the other, other states, states yeah suits. given the fact that the Rep- Republicans run I think is is the House of um, Representatives and it, may, it might even be the Senate as well because yeah. I read somewhere that they were saying that um it's almost as though they want it to go to the Senate. Mm. I think this is what I read, because then, you know, with people, the people that Trump have, has, has put in place, yeah. once they ratify it, then boom, that's it. It becomes blanket or something like that. So it's 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 kind of, I don't, I hate using really kind of lazy adjectives, and it might be the time of night, but it's it's kind of it's it's wild out there right now. It's wild and it's. Um, it's a sad time for women's rights and people allowing women to be to, to to have autonomy over their bodies and what happens with their bodies um you know it's I, it's 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 a big subject and maybe we can go into it in detail on another day mm. but yeah definitely right now those alabama lawmakers they shady corner going to shady corner you for are real, disgusting for real, for real. somebody made a joke like mm, i wonder if any of their mistresses are going to be having like any of these abortions but that's the thing and they say you know that that you know the richer you are the more out of reach you you will be mm. to these kind of laws you'll always find a way you'll have a way yeah, yeah. you'll have you know you will have a way so these really are um you know laws for the poorer <sighs> sad times yeah it reminds i like you know i implore if you haven't watched the handmaid's tale i implore everybody to watch it um i mentioned it at the top of the show and the show it's in it it's going to be in its final season the next i think in the next couple of weeks it's going to be coming on and the way they ended last season was just it was phenomenal it's a hard watch in the sense that as a woman watching it it mm. really does get to your very soul like jesus christ this could be actually mm. reality and mm. in a lot of ways it is mm. and since this bill has passed mm. it's like even more so because people are like saying okay what in the handmaid's tale is going on with this abortion mm, law mm, so mm. if you haven't watched it please please do watch it men in particular like I, we say this all the time on this show like if you're actual allies of women you guys need to like get behind us and see the foolishness that is this actual mm-hmm. bill you know um yeah so start with watching the handmaid's tale mm. um, i know it's only a tv show but there's a lot of things in there that actually yeah, one can take away yeah, from it very much so so let us move on to you are the light and celebrating great things and great people um i want to give a shout out to miss halle berry halle berry um, yeah Halliburry. there was a young lady who is a reporter um who Basically, she filmed herself talking about Halle Berry and how um, how grateful she is towards Halle Berry simply because she's somebody that does um, red carpet interviews a lot. Mm-hmm. And she said a lot of the times, um, you know, high profile black celebrities bypass the black press mm. um, not of their own accord but because of their people who kind of usher them down the red carpet to whichever news outlet that they deem worthy and they always seem to just go past the, the you know the black the black platforms you know the platforms that were probably there from the from the very beginning mm. who knew about you know probably Halle's early early work in Boomerang and in BAPS and in you know you know those kind of shows and everything like that and she said Halle actually saw her at a red carpet event and um 
you know, her PR team were going to let Hallie kind of walk past her and Hallie actually noticed this girl and actually said, no, we need to speak to this particular person Mm. so the girl was like you know it's really emotional and I just had to come on here and say thank you because this is something that I struggle with a lot and understand that they need to speak to mainstream platforms but you know we're here as well Mm. and you know to a lot of the I guess some of the black artists that have transitioned to a higher level it's like you need to kind of be appreciative of the fact that we are here for you because without our platforms you couldn't have a leg to stand on exactly. to, get to get to, to the next to the next yeah. to the next point so the fact that somebody as huge as Hallie actually of her own back spam round was like no we need to talk to this young girl mm. she she you know she was just like very grateful never forgot it so give props to hallie i don't know there are a lot of other you know black artists that actually make a point to speak to certain platforms that are considered as you like black or urban or whatever the, yeah. case, the point may be but i just think it's really important that if you are an artist be an actor a singer uh, whatever the case may be is that you kind of make sure that you know black platforms that have boosted you up are you know you still keep in contact with them mm. you know if Halle Berry can do it I don't see why you luck can't yeah and I think people should also seek out this is from from a UK um, point of view yeah. people need to seek out the, pla- the black platforms that we do have over here that yeah, are constantly, absolutely. constantly posting about you, constantly posting about your success, constantly lauding you, constantly introducing you or reintroducing you to black audiences. Um, you know, there are there are black networks of, of, of bloggers, of people who create black platforms. What's Akira's platform called again? The Black British... Um, hang on. Is it the British Black? See, there, there we go. Hang on, let me pull it up. So I want to get it wrong now. Well, I'll put in. But she's definitely, again, yeah. somebody who's out here supporting black artists in, you know, film, in TV, in music, always posting about films that are, you know, UK the based. British Blacklist, that's it. So the British Blacklist, you have. Um, platforms like black british bloggers you have um what's that one that 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 woman black does? magic network as well black magic sure. network black magic awards black that, that's magic part of the awards. black magic network as well you have things like precious online mm. you have so many platforms that are specifically Dope black dads shout Dope out black to dads marvin right and the guys you have so many platforms that are specifically geared to us and our community and that shout shout people out and 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 help people get to you know mm. and our very own ace Way. Way. <laughs> <laughs> other audiences so we need to make it a point of of respecting the black press out there definitely yeah, and don't forget that the, the real stalwarts like the, the voice newspaper yeah whoa, whoa, forever whoa. doing it you know always been out here but um, yeah, so definitely all such platforms um, into the light. Halle Berry into the light. So we're going to end on that light note. Mm-hmm. Catch you back here again sometime soon. Bye. Bye.